Hi guys and welcome to Beauty Unplugged, an unfiltered and uncensored podcast covering conversations you are not going to want to miss. My name is Hayley Hems, your host and expert esthetician with over a decade of experience in the health, beauty and wellness space. Each week you'll hear mind-blown interviews as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement into your daily life to become the best version of you. Thank you so much for spending some time with me. Now let's jump into it. <laughs> Am I recording? Let's see. No, you Take two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> After the microphone fell off. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on to Beauty Unplugged. Um, Pleasure. <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited. This is my first podcast, so it's my second episode. So, oh yeah, it's great to have you on. I know everyone who's going to be listening is going to benefit from what you have to say because you're such a pro in this oh, space. And um, so anyone who doesn't know you, <laughs> if you just give a, a little lowdown as to what you do and your journey. Okay, so my name is Priscilla Blay, and I'm the founder of Prima Lashes, which is London's most leading lash salon. We offer individual lash extensions and we specialize just in lash extensions. Mm -hmm. um, and Prima Lashes started just as a solo, I started as a solo entrepreneur mm -hmm. and now we have two salons, one in Mayfair, one in Belgravia and we have six staff, six staff in between the two salons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and It's going very well. Obviously. Wow. So you started off on your own, was it a at home or yes. in a salon? Well, I actually started off mobile. So I would go out to people's homes and do um, the lash extensions. But I had a vision already mm -hmm. um, as to how I wanted the, the brand to grow. Um, and even even though I wasn't based in Knightsbridge, my yeah. first brand had Prima Lashes Knightsbridge, the logo, um, and um, I got my first apartment in Knightsbridge and then converted from mobile to wow so you have people coming apartment. to you yeah and then when did you get your first studio when, how long ago was that uh my first studio was about eight years ago that was mayfair right yes your first that was, was mayfair. in mayfair it was in bond street it mm -hmm. it was a space a walk-up space it was on the third floor and all my clients would still come to me even though they had to walk <laughs> i remember the <laughs> yeah brutal. yeah yeah <laughs> They would still come to me, and yeah, I appreciate them so much because um, even though it was very humble beginnings, I my clients were very, very supportive, and they would talk me into, um, you know, a growing, expanding, and yeah. yeah. How long was you there for before you got your first studio? For about four years, and oh, wow. I left only because they were going to... I kind of settled into that space. It was very comfortable. Mm. I hired two other people who were working with me and I was still doing the lash extensions myself. So yeah. it was it got to a very comfortable spa stage. Yeah. Um, and I didn't really want to move. But yeah. then the building owner wanted to renovate. And so I decided this was the time to it grow. It was time. It was yeah. the right time to expand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you felt like you had... Uh, obviously, you had your staff as well, so yeah. you know you were busy. You had the clientele coming through the door. You had the yes. demand. Yes, um, f the next space that we were going to get, it had to be bigger because um, our client base was increasing. We didn't have booked up in advance, but we had lots of people who couldn't get the times that they wanted, mm -hmm. and so we definitely needed to um, hire new staff. And yeah, mm -hmm. it's gone great wow how yeah. did you find hiring the staff part 
That is the most difficult part, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've made a lot of mistakes <laughs> because I always go with my heart. Yeah. And I, I am a very friendly person. So when I speak to people, I always want to help. So, um, yeah, that was difficult. Um, but currently... We just focus on how good they are with the actual work. The mm-hmm. lash extensions is very, very technical. Mm-hmm. And we want to make sure... So the ethos of the brand is to um, ensure that the natural lashes are not damaged even though you're wearing lash extensions. So we want to hire very experienced stylists and stylists who care about the natural health of the, the, health of the natural lashes. So it's become easier because we hire just based on skill. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't... And do you train people up or do you just let them... So we don't train them in the technical part of the lash work. They have to have had at least two years experience. Most of our technicians have minimum five years experience, but they have to have had experience in lash extensions. But we train them as to how we want them to relate to our customers and to um, have the customer service so that you know, they fit into the brand and the culture of the company. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And in terms of treatments, are you doing just lashes? Is that just what you do other treatments as well? Or We are doing just lashes. Um, most of our clients would love us to add brows to our treatment list. But um, we, I, I believe that if you specialize in one discipline and do it really well, mm. that's what helps your company to grow. And it's evident in how... My, my company has grown because we concentrate on lashes and we do it really well. We have hired a specialist brow personnel and we're going to build that separate to the lash um, company. But Prima Lashes is mainly a lash extensions company. Wow. Yeah. And you have your own brand, right? You have your own brand of lashes? Yes. Yeah. So our clients are very discerning. <laughs> and, and they will know you Mm-hmm. You know, when sometimes you can go and have your lash extensions done and it's very plasticky. Yes, um, yes. Yeah. When you see people and it literally looks it like did, plastic on the lashes. It, exactly. You yeah. tell they look their false. Yeah. <laughs> I love your style because it's very natural. Yes. It's full. It's yes. beautiful. We have a lot of um, professional um our clients are lots of professional people, lots of mothers who, you know, they go out for meetings and they don't want to look, you know, like a Barbie doll. Um, they want to look, <laughs> you know, quite elegant mm-hmm. and understated. So, yeah, so that's what we do. Um, and we decided to make our own lash brand because... Um, what we found on the market was very plasticky Mm -hmm. Uh, and so we got in touch with Korea um, a manufacturer in Korea Korea. yeah and we got the the lashes done and our glue is from Russia okay the glue that we use is from Russia so we get a batch each month yeah and that's basically how we and do you sell the lashes as individual lashes as well or is that something you're gonna focus Mm. on next or um we no, we are not going to sell our lashes because mm-hmm. they are very good and it's, yeah. it's our, <laughs> you know... Signature piece. Our, our <laughs> signature, yes. It's an advantage mm-hmm. that we have over our competitors, so we are not willing to sell that. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, 
you know, we are still thinking about doing um, products for the lash industry, but it's not going to be based on professional products. It will be customer focused. Like the the brand is customer focused anyway. Yeah. But what we are thinking of is how to make lashes comfortable for the customer mm-hmm. and how to make um, customers wear lash extensions and keep the health of their natural lashes. So our products that we are going to be making mm. will be based on on that mm. rather than on professionals yeah okay yeah. so you wouldn't sell to professionals it would just be customer focused it will be customer yes i like that a lot. To the customers. I like that a lot especially if they're having the lashes with you and they you know enjoy yeah. wearing them yeah um so let's take it back to when you kind of first started prima lashes yeah did you ever find um because I kind of went through this with with HH Skin. Did you ever find friends or family ever try to talk you out of starting your business, or were they very supportive? Um, well, when I first started, I was still in uni, mm-hmm. so I was doing it as part time, and it wasn't really hurting anyone. I think when um, when I wanted to take it on as full time, that I had a lot of a lot of people try to tell me not to go ahead with it because I was leaving. I I studied finance. I was working in investment banking and decided to move into a beauty industry and go at it by myself. Wow, it's completely different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was. It, it, it didn't sound like a good idea to anybody. I to, mm. I told this to, mm. um, but I was really determined. I really kn- knew that. It was working for me when yeah. I was doing it mobile. So I really knew that if I if I focused on it and really put my energy into it, my passion yeah, and passion, everything behind it mm-hmm. would make it successful. But no, I did not have a lot of support. Like, <laughs> what was it that kind of like drove you through the that sort of negative negativity as such? Well, I saw the results that yeah. I was getting. My customers wanted wanted me to be available more times I couldn't I I could I could only do it during the weekends and after work and I was very tired all the time I was doing two jobs at once so it it was just either do the banking which I was not Mm -hmm. I didn't think I would thrive and um or do the lashes and for me this was a much more exciting, you know, opportunity, like yeah. a new challenge. And this it's is your actual passion. It's yeah. you enjoy doing. Yeah. And I think that definitely comes across when you treat oh. your customers as well, especially when I come <laughs> and see you. I just know it's just all you, you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could literally, during the lockdown, it oh, was don't. very, very hard. <laughs> very How hard. did you feel when we kind of went into lockdown, when obviously you had to shut the business because we're so yeah. in contact with people? Yeah. Uh, how did you how did you feel? Honestly, I I panicked because um I I panicked because I had a lot of overheads, a lot of um staff that I had to worry about. Um and I have to say that when they read the budget and they announced all the support that they were going to give to the businesses, uh, I was sitting at home cheering. <laughs> I have to say I was cheering because it just was such a relief. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I think about one week before the lockdown, a lot of people panicked about the coronavirus and lots of people cancelled the appointments. Yes. And it was very scary. It was scary. I had people drop in left and right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, Don't do that this. was really scary. Yeah. Because um, 
we this industry you know that mm-hmm. the industry is very sterile yeah we we don't use we use disposable products we um we use a uv sterilizer yeah. we use a liquid sterilizer mm-hmm. all our spaces are cleaned super in between, sterilized yeah mm-hmm. in between each appointment and so we knew that we wear and we wear masks when we are wearing we are doing lash extensions so all the measures that the government are now asking us to put in place we were doing before exactly yes so there was no reason to have this panic. So, yes, that was really scary for me. I thought this was the end. Mm. And then now I am calming down and realizing that um, also during the lockdown, a lot of people told me um, to diversify my business and do different things um, because this was a new normal and we're going to have to change the way businesses work. But in the service business, how, how do you change how you get operate. In, yeah how you operate mm-hmm. or how you're in touch with your customers like how would you change I mean how? for me when things kind of went into lockdown I was like right I'm not earning any money being there because that's my main source of income, income is obviously yeah. giving facials laser etc but I kind of had to think out of the box and mm. I moved things online so products um, right. okay I started doing consultations online um, and that was a paid consultation no it wasn't paid consultation but the the client would get a skincare routine and then ah. they would buy the products and it'd be a little bit of oh, an nice. incentive um, for me but in terms of yeah like I said for me I have to be there to be earning the money um, but it has made me think actually a lot about another passive income right um, you know maybe starting a skincare line so mm. other things to think about um in the future yeah but, okay but yeah for me I think that I mean I was telling you before that I think that a lot of people would like to diversify their businesses, mm. which is a great thing. And a lot of people are changing their business model into online-based models where they don't have to get in touch with customers. But, you know, maybe controversial, but I don't think this is how, this is how it's going to be because mm-hmm. being in lockdown, I honestly enjoy just even speaking <laughs> to my Uber, Uber delivery yes. guy. <laughs> I, you know, I need human contact. Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like um, service businesses like ours that um, have a lot of human contact will still thrive after mm-hmm. after this coronavirus because people want to interact with other people mm-hmm. and they like to feel a little bit normal, you know? Definitely. I think we've all missed that, you know, interaction with other people. We've yeah. been just going to the coffee shop and just having a quick chat. Exactly. You know? yeah. It's yeah. so nice and... Yeah, I've definitely missed being able to have those conversations with, with clients. It's, yeah. You know, when you're so used to it as well, going from that to just nothing. Is, yes. The joy of, of yeah. the beauty business is that you get to meet so many different people. And Absolutely. You hear lots of different stories. You oh, know, yeah. Each client <laughs> has their own story and you keep up with it, you know, like... For us in the lashes, every yeah. two weeks we get an update on our clients. Yeah. So it's this is a huge part that for four months now we haven't experienced. Mm. So, how do you feel coming out of lockdown? Do you feel people will 
sort of flood back to have their treatments done or you think it'll be a slow process? So um, currently the nail the nail salons have been opened mm-hmm. um, and what I have heard from the nail salons is that initially they had a flood of people coming to do their nails and now it's quietened down okay. and I heard this with the restaurant business as well. So they had lots of regulars mm-hmm. who had backup appointments and they came in their dose mm. and then now you have the skeptical people also london um we have lots of tourists and we don't have enough tourists currently because the borders are closed i'm not sure if they're closed actually i don't know <laughs> <laughs> well i think we're allowed to travel People we're, are yeah, allowed to travel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People oh, are, but people coming in from elsewhere to here. Yeah, I How, don't know if they are, if they if the borders are open for people to come in. Yeah. Or if um, if other countries have still locked mm. down and are not allowing their their people to travel. Do they still have that travel. quarantine thing on? So when you come over from another country or you've been I somewhere and you have to. Well, isolate for two weeks. I've seen a lot of people in Ibiza and in Capri. Yeah. I don't think there's a 14-day quarantine because it doesn't look like it. Yeah, <laughs> it, doesn't I've seen. <laughs> it doesn't look like no. it because I wouldn't want to go and come back and quarantine for 14 days. No, so. me neither. <laughs> yeah, but it's. It, I'm just. I'm just going to take it as it is. I'm. I'm very worried about how to um, manage the staff calendar um, because obviously the more the more times that the staff are in the the more I have to pay them. Sure. And, um, you know, I don't want to starve the, bus- to starve the business of um, revenue, like of profit so much yeah. by paying mm-hmm. out so much. So will you slowly introduce them back? Will you get a few girls back or is that what you're thinking? Well, also the problem is um, when it comes to lashes, you kind of develop a relationship with your technician. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do is we're going to reduce the amount of days that we are open mm-hmm. and and um the the measures the so, the social distancing measures mm-hmm. will still be in place we're still going to stagger our appointments so that clients arrive at different times um and we are going to have the two meter distance even though we are not required to mm-hmm. so we have the space to be able to do that so yeah. that's what we're going to do we're going to mm-hmm. um do it gradually yeah but we will still get the whole team yeah back yeah I think it will slowly slowly become you know people will get used to it people are used to this social distancing you know yeah as it is and it's just becoming the, I hate that word the new norm <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I think it'll be I think back before Christmas we'll be back to pretty much normal I hope so if we don't go into a second lockdown oh and <laughs> <laughs> um, going back to obviously a little bit about lockdown did you have any routines or rituals that you followed to keep your sort of stress under control um do you do anything like do you do anything that you have like a habit for that you do every morning or something you do every day that keeps you mindful and yeah well so initially when we first got into lockdown I was having um strategy talks with one of my friends um but that started to stress me out because um, the goalpost kept changing. Um, initially, when we went into lockdown, it was we all thought it was three weeks mm. that we were going to be in lockdown. And then it got extended and extended. And then I became very discouraged. And so I decided just to do nothing. 
<laughs> and um, I love that. It kind of kind of went through phases, didn't it? Of yeah. Just <laughs> loving life. Oh, I hate my life. <laughs> what next? Yeah. <laughs> I was super. I was super. Um, organized yeah. before then I would wake up I would have a to-do list in the evening mm-hmm. I'll write down my to-do list I would be um updating our website I would I would have a proper to-do list yeah. um, with all this the little tasks that I didn't manage to do because I was working and um um d- just didn't get the chance to mm-hmm. do any admin so um the perfect time yeah wasn't it? I thought that was the brilliant time but I started getting stressed out by it because um, I didn't know when we were going to finish this lockdown um, and just staring at what to do every morning was giving me anxiety. So I just decided to do nothing. Mm -hmm. And um, I actually realized how tired I was because in the... In the whole time that Prima Lashes has been opened, I don't think I've ever had a, a real holiday. Really? No, I haven't. Really? <laughs> no. Wow. I've had weekends away, but I haven't really had a proper holiday where I switch off. I would mm-hmm. go on a holiday and I would have my work phone with me and I'll be answering qu- customers, mm-hmm. answering emails all the time. So is that would, would that be something you would change going back if you... Yes, yeah, definitely. I feel like I need to have a work-life balance. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very, very damaging to just put yourself so much into work that you forget yourself. Mm. Um, you need to have some, some sort of balance. I guess it's, I, I don't know if I did that from the beginning if we would get to where we are now so I I don't know I I don't regret doing it in the past but from now on I think I would give myself a little bit of a break yeah Yeah. I mean you've got the girls here now and they can you know you have a bit more time right yes and I have the perfect team right now I am so confident Mm -hmm. in my team Mm -hmm. before I had I actually had this episode where I I fired my whole team (gasps) because I did not I did not trust um, everybody in my team. Okay. Um, I had, I had people in my head um, spreading lies to me. Right. And actually, okay. I had very good team members before, but I there were mm-hmm. there was a little bit of gossip and jealousy in yeah. between, and some people spread very bad yeah information about members of the team in my head, and sure. I was irresponsible and very naive, you mm-hmm. know, also because I, I... Well, you were learning. I am learning. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so I, I got up one day and decided, to be honest, to have a total control over this, I need to start from a, a, a fresh new page. And I let everybody go. Wow. Yes. I let everybody go. And then um, I got in a new team and it was actually really difficult to get the right, the right people. But now I have the dream team. <laughs> <laughs> that is what you want yeah. for a growing business. Yeah. That now is what I you want. dream team. Wow. Yeah, I'm very confident in that. Are you going to open up any other locations, you reckon, in London or outside of the UK? Um, any plans? Yes. <laughs> Considering you're growing, you're, I mean, it's... You know, you've got two studios now in prime locations. Yes. Well, in 2019, we were approached by a developer okay. to um, to have a Prima Lashes in um, a new development. Um, but at that time, I was having the staffing issues. 
and I was very worried about opening a new salon because I didn't have a, a proper staff for my existing salons. So now I am still in talks with um, these people. Um, currently, because of the coronavirus and how business has slowed so much everywhere in every industry, mm. um, it's quite difficult to be talking yeah. about expansion. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm looking to um, franchise the brand and okay. also to open new locations. Yeah, definitely. Yes, it's interesting what we were speaking about earlier off the mics about, um, what's her name? The lady who... Marcia Kilgore. Yeah. yeah. Oh and my how God. she builds brands and she just sells them. Mm-hmm. That is pretty insane. I mean, yeah. it's amazing. And what she's done is just really incredible. She's blown my mind just yeah. listening to that piece of She is my inspiration <laughs> you know dream boss lady I want to be exactly (laughs) like her if I could achieve like maybe a third of her success I would be very very happy we definitely need to get her on the podcast as well don't (laughs) we pick her brains yes yes, please do she's really amazing yeah Mm -hmm. I think um something that I would love to do is what I really love to do Mm. is I love the starting bit of the I was telling you yeah Yeah. I like I like to start it's very exciting Mm -hmm. choosing a new brand colors um choosing the essence of the brand all of those things Mm -hmm. they really excite me Mm -hmm. and I also I think that I am very good at no I I know you know exactly yes You want like, to talk to yourself. You yeah. have to say yes, I am. Or, yeah, I will. When Marsha Kilgore is talking, you know, you ask, she was asked, um, "How much is this like?" Yeah, and she yeah. was like, "Yeah, it's me." Me. I was like, "Wow, okay, very confident." But yeah, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I know that I'm very good at picking mm-hmm. talent. When I see a very good, um, a, a very good artist, especially in the beauty industry. Um, I can recognize talent uh-huh. and I can help build a brand. So that's what I would like to do moving forward for mm-hmm. my career. Because when it came to building the lashes, the lash business, it's it's going great. And I, you know, I have I have to be very thankful for how well it's doing. Um, but um, I've always thought about what's next and what I would like to do next is I want to recognize beauty talent Mm -hmm. and build them into different brands. Yeah. Yeah. And would you stick with the um, same services like eyelashes and eyebrows or would it be you would look at everything like a broad spectrum of different services? Yes, I would look at a broad spectrum. Um, Mm -hmm. Currently, because I, I know more about the lashes like I am not I didn't yeah, go you're to beauty school or anything but I have 10 you know 13 years mm-hmm. experience in in this business yeah. so I am best placed to do this type of business but I definitely want to you know it excites me to learn new things so yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I would like to explore different different um services absolutely um what inspires you do you read or um, listen to any podcasts that really inspire you on your journey to help sort of push you yeah um I am inspired by other entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. um I look at Instagram a lot and I follow a lot of Instagrams actually one of our clients um 
She is the founder of Rodial. She's called Maria. Yes, I read her book. Yeah, yeah. She is very inspirational. And her Instagram is really good because she's always on there advising um, other beauty Mm -hmm. um, owners. Mm -hmm. You know, I I really admire um, beauty brand and also Sharon Shooter. She's the founder of Orama Beauty. Ah, yeah, yes, she yes, is, yes. She is also really inspirational. And she's also a client at Prima Lash. Okay. But um, I really admire beauty owners um, who go out and, or who put themselves out there to help others who are mm-hmm. coming up. You know, like mm-hmm. Maria and um, Sharon and mm-hmm. all these other mm-hmm. people that I look up to. If you go and just send them a DM and ask them a question, they will answer yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. They're so accessible and they love to share their knowledge. Yeah. Like those kind of people really inspire me. And you, you mentioned Instagram. Have you found that... Is that helped you with your the growth of your business? Do you find influencers help or... I mean, that's a whole other topic, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you find you get most of your clients from your Instagram po- profile? Not, not most of our clients. Most of our clients we get from our website. Ah, okay. Yes. And our website is built by me. It's I, a great website. Did oh, you do, did thank you. Did you do it yourself? Yes, wow. I did it all myself. Um, and I basically learned how to build websites via YouTube. Amazing. And it's, it's honestly the best lead generator for our mm-hmm. for our business because mm-hmm. you can find all the information that you need and it's coming from me mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. all the information that I want to give out and how I want our brand to look like yeah we get exactly the type of customers that we want mm-hmm. come because of our website yeah um Instagram I have struggled a lot with it I have a love-hate relationship with it because um Sometimes I get sucked into the numbers and I want to grow my numbers so much. And sometimes I just want to share our work, you know. So it's very hard for me to to really quantify how well Instagram is really helping our business. Mm. But we get a lot of leads. We get a lot of questions from customers and our DMs. And we get a lot of people who come to the salon. And even though they found us on our website, they come with pictures that we've posted on our website, uh, on our Instagram to yeah. say, I want, I want my this. lashes like that. <laughs> yeah, so I love it that. works. For influencers, mm-hmm. I think it works for followers. Okay. Um, and for um, great content. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it, work, it, if it really translates into... Um, actual customers Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um it's something that I'm really thinking about because um there are some influencers who are very very good and really helpful you know Mm -hmm. they they will introduce you to their other influencer friends and they will um they will champion your brand Mm -hmm. and talk about it and there are others that you will offer a service to for their advertising and they will not even post about you or they will have like a little (laughs) a little prima lashes yeah in in the the corner yeah in the (laughs) corner yeah about you yeah and those influencers we don't really like to um work with yeah but it's very hard to it's it's very hard I think it's very hard to measure the um the, the benefits exactly of it. for the benefits from it as you said you definitely get followers from from influencers yes some of them we don't get any followers yeah. <laughs> 
sein. <lacht> um, yeah, I love your Instagram. I do love your Instagram. Our Instagram is, is really... Um, so initially, we had, um, an, we had an admin person who mm. was doing our Instagram, and she was, she was quite good at it. Mm -hmm. But I am, I am very, um, I'm very protective mm. of, of the brand mm. because even though we have been in existence for a long time, mm. I still feel like it's a baby and I, I have to um, help it become more established. Yeah. So it's very hard to give control to somebody else to mm. do the the branding on Instagram. So, then I so would you it. say someone starting off, should they do it all themselves or should they invest to have someone doing it for them? So things like PR and admin and should they delegate or would you say... I think for, for beauty, for mm. a service... If you're working as in the service industry, mm. you should definitely have a virtual assistant who takes your calls or or you should have somebody like an admin person who takes the calls and reaches out to customers because one of the most annoying things is us calling um, calling to ask for lashes or facial or whatever your nails anything yeah. and have no response because the person who's doing the work is is with a client right now yeah. that is very annoying as a customer so i think it's it's always good if you cannot afford somebody full-time just get yeah. a virtual assistant what are the musts you'd say to invest in to do at the beginning so virtual assistant yes i think yeah. it's very important mm. and also um if you're able to find a logo a lo somebody to make um a proper logo for you then Yes, or you can learn yourself. Use Canva. Yes, Canva. yeah, love Canva. that app. Yeah, love that app. It, it's you can be a, a graphic designer. Exactly right. <laughs> you can get so creative of all these different apps. Yeah, and even just making Instagram content, it it's actually really fun. Really, I good. love making the content. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm glad because not a lot of people like it. Mm. If you if you don't like it, you can you can use Fiverr or people per app to find somebody who can mm. do it for you for mm. cheap mm -hmm. but you need to take your business serious it's not a hobby mm -hmm. right from the beginning so for me for a long time especially when I was working from home you know I wasn't taking it seriously um, some customers will call I will forget the appointment and then they will show up and there is no appointment available this is not good no. you need to take it serious it's a serious business you need to take it serious from the beginning yeah yeah what other tips would you have for people starting off um starting off don't get discouraged mm -hmm. if if you um if you um if you start off and it starts to get slow this is a this is completely normal and don't get discouraged um and also um present yourself as who you want to be in future so if you want to be the next um, raw deal, yeah. you should talk like... Yeah. The, feel the way she yeah. would feel, act yeah. the way she would act. Yes. I love that. Study it. You, <laughs> Manifest you should, it all. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you, should, you should walk the walk and talk the talk mm -hmm. and, and it will happen. Yeah. Yeah, and just be consistent, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah, I think consistency is one of the main things with business. Mm -hmm. Doing something 
you know, consistently believing in yourself. Yeah. Um, and knowing that you will reach your goals if you have faith, you know? Yeah. Um, Definitely consistency is good because um, also don't, don't um, get distracted too easily. Um, a lot of times you, you would start something and then another thing just looks even better, but you're almost at the finishing end yeah. at what you're already yeah. doing yeah. and then you get distracted and do something yeah. else. So yeah. you should keep at it. Yeah. Did you ever feel like giving up completely? Oh, a thousand times. Really? Really, a thousand times. Sometimes, especially, you know, when it comes to um, a service business, you're doing it, this is your work, your hand, your handiwork. So if a client is not happy with your work, it actually hurts you. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's so true. You do take it personally because yeah. you put so much into it. Yes. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, I remember actually um, when I used to work from home, um, I had two tourists come to my house and my house wasn't like, you know, a fancy place or anything. Mm. And I had two tourists come to my house and they were like, I'm not going to do my lashes here. <gasps> I felt so discouraged that day wow. I wanted to quit. Yeah. I, I really so wanted rude. to. Yeah, very rude. Very rude. <laughs> <laughs> very rude and just not nice. So, yeah, yeah. but um, I spoke to friends about it and they just said, oh, just forget about them, yeah. you know. Um, and look, look at me now. Look at you now, girl. <laughs> 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 oh. Okay, so what would you say to someone on this journey um, open up a business to avoid? To avoid? Yeah. Um... I, this is a mistake I have made, yeah. especially when it comes to staffing. Um, and that's, you mean somebody who is staffing a business? Yeah, staffing a business or anything in business, really, just to avoid what they, what you've learned. Yeah, well, for me, the the most, le the biggest lesson that I have had is with the staffing. So when it comes to um, employing people for business, you should not um, focus on your friends. Mm -hmm. You should focus on getting professionals in, in whichever role that you want. Mm -hmm. Don't get the cheapest person because you're going to pay in the end. Wow. Um, okay, so to wrap things up, mm -hmm. uh, I have something called... I have something for you called fill in the blanks. Okay. <laughs> All you need to do is finish your sentence. All right. Okay. Uh, success means to you. <laughs> what comes to mind? Hard work. Yes. Love that. One myth about eyelash extensions is? That it damages your lashes. It doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't, does it, right? No. It what, doesn't damage your lashes. Why do people think this? I think people think this because they go to um, salons or technicians that are not very experienced or not very good or even qualified to I be see. doing lashes. And they get their lashes stuck together. Mm. And, of course, then your lashes will fall <laughs> off. But mm. if you have them done by a professional, they do not damage your natural yeah. lashes. Or I wanted to ask you something. Have you ever had, like, a horror story where someone's come in? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Really? Yes. And um, usually it's people with 
very tiny natural lashes who want big massive extensions mm. and then the technician has no option than to stick your lashes together and once we are removing you you need to take a break if if we remove lashes that are completely damaged we mm. are not going to work on them again we will you have to take a break and grow them mm. sorry and <laughs> um, how did you feel when you were put into lockdown um depressed depressed yeah I think a lot of people will be able to relate to that for sure. Yeah. A country you really want to visit? Namibia. Oh, oh my God. God. I, was supposed to go, I was supposed to go in May mm-hmm. and I didn't go, obviously. Just complete right off. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to plan to go later this year or? Not this year, next mm-hmm. year. It's, okay. it's actually quite expensive to go there. Yeah. So um, I've... Actually, the holiday company—they wouldn't give me—they wouldn't give me my my money back. No. So, and anyway, I want to go. So yeah, I will. One food, one item of food you can't live without. I can't live without. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people would say that one actually. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for sharing everything oh, you have today. It's been fun. It's been, it's been, fun. It's been a lot of fun. We definitely I have to do this before, but it's okay. <laughs> no, we definitely have to do this again another yeah, time. But really where fun. can people find you? So, primalashes.com, mm-hmm. or I will be in between each salon. So, we have two salons, Belgravia and Mesa. So, mm-hmm. you can find me in either of the two salons. Great. And your Instagram, where can people find you on Instagram? It's at Prima Lashes on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Great. Thank you. Thank you.